another story involving President Trump, and he joins us now to talk about it. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, hello. Hey, good morning, Jared and Smelly. You know, of all my favorite Ohioans, I'll have you know you guys are in the top 500. You're wow. Really Way ahead nice. of Governor DeWiner, believe me. Congratulations. <laughs> DeWiner. <laughs> Well, thank you, Sue. So this week I saw you brought back the Corona briefings after three months of not doing them. Why the change? Well, frankly, they were so popular. You know, people were craving them, so we brought them back for a limited time, just like the McRib sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, the briefings were a huge hit, tremendous rating. And so that's the reason you brought them back? Yes. And with all new episodes, Christy, in case you need to get caught up for season two, we put all the old coronavirus briefings back up on Hulu, on demand, on demand. (laughs) Great to binge watch, especially when you're stuck in the house during a pandemic. Oh, and by the way, all the coronavirus task force briefing season one merchandise is now available at (laughs) DonaldTrump.com. Be sure to use promo code SleepyJoe at checkout. <laughs> uh, so what can we expect for future briefings, Mr. President? Come on. Season two is going to be bigger and better than ever, guys. Lots of plot twists, lots of drama. Will we get a vaccine? Will the fake news reporters finally stop asking stupid questions and being nasty to me? Will Dr. Scarf Lady finally hook up with the My Pillow guy? Find out all this and more in season two of the White House Coronavirus. Yeah, yes. Now, during your interview with Fox, you told Chris Wallace that the uh, COVID case numbers are inflated because they're counting young people. Was that just your opinion, or did a doctor tell you that? No, I, it, please, I'm the president. I outrank all doctors, okay? And doctors aren't even that smart. Do smart people go into huge debt paying for medical school? Hell no. <laughs> smart people save their money, and they get all their medical information they could possibly want on Google. It's that simple. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, another topic, Mr. President, that you talked about with Chris Wallace was your opponent, Joe Biden. You said he can't even put two sentences together. (laughs) He can't. He can't. Now, I, on the other hand, can put five, six, seven, maybe eight sentences together easily. Just all crammed next to each other in one huge run-on sentence. No other president in history has created longer, more tremendous sentences. (laughs) All right, let's let's change the topic. We wanted to ask you about you and your friend Kanye West. Now, you said Oh, by the way, by the way, what's the difference between Sleepy Joe and Kanye West? I don't know what. One guy rambles incoherently for an hour straight while we worry about his mental state, and the other guy's Kanye West. (laughs) (laughs) You can use that one. (laughs) Thank you. Well, have you talked to Kanye at all? It it looks like he's going through a rough time, and now they're saying that his wife, Kim Kardashian, talking to divorce lawyers. I really feel for him, but look, Kim and Kanye aren't splitting up. Not if Kim's mom, Kris Jenner, has anything to say about it. She wants to keep that reality show going. The ratings are huge. And frankly... Kanye's crazy rants on Twitter just show that he's completely capable of being president because a Twitter rant is the most presidential thing you can do. <laughs> you would know. Amen. So I see that uh, actor Alec Baldwin said that you could use the armed forces to stop the November election. What? Okay, look, Alec Baldwin needs to socially distance more. And by that, I mean at least six feet away from an open bottle of scotch, okay? (laughs) Baldwin is trying so hard to get my attention, you'd think he was my daughter, Tiffany. So sad. (laughs) Now, I know you addressed this during your briefing yesterday, but just to be clear, you did not ask the ambassador to Great Britain, uh, Jets owner, what is his name, Woody Johnson, 
to talk to the British government about holding the British Open at your Turnberry Golf Course in Scotland. You did not do that, right? I didn't ask him to say anything. Now, okay. I know he likes the course. I mean, Woody's golfed there before. But if he said anything about how nice the course was or how luxurious the facilities were to hold a tournament as prestigious as the Open there, then that would just be him voicing his opinion. I mean, is it a violation of ethics? Probably not. I don't think so. Maybe some people think it is. Maybe not. That's okay. Is it a crime to have a very nice golf course that's tournament ready and rivals every course in the UK? <laughs> no, no. Lots of people agree with me. Some might not, and that's okay. Did that answer you? <laughs> yeah. um, I think I think so. Yeah. The players on the PGA Tour love Turnberry. They really do. Tiger Wood loves it. Yeah. Tiger says it has very challenging and very fast. Cocktail waitress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, before we let you go, we wanted to ask you about Dr. Fauci. He's going to be throwing out the first pitch at the Nationals opener uh, later today. Uh, what do you think of that? Yeah, teeny tiny Tony. He's a full-blown celebrity now. Next thing you know, they're going to have him riding a quarter horse in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, <laughs> look, it, it really doesn't make any sense to have Fauci throw out the first pitch. I mean, I could do a much better job. He's going to have to pitch at least 20 feet closer to the plate, or he's going to throw it in the dirt. And that's okay. I mean, what are you going to do? Fauci is a garden gnome in a lab coat. Really <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there Thanks, we go. Bye-bye. Later, dorking idiot.